I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. All right, so we've been talking about landing a remote job for a while now, but the one thing you're probably most curious about is how to learn the online skills you need to land these jobs. I'm not just talking about getting a brief introduction, but learning from actual accredited schools so you can be taken seriously when you apply for these jobs. You've been waiting for a while, and I'm really sorry about that, but I have finally created a whole page listing the best courses to take from teaching English online to becoming a freelance writer and so much more all from trusted sources that will get you that remote job so if you're ready and serious to take the next step then visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started again you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Rochelle where we're going to talk about the fears and roadblocks that may be keeping you from moving abroad. Hi Rochelle, how are you? Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thanks again for being here. Before we get to all of your awesome tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Sure. So my name is Rochelle. I've been living abroad since 2013, so quite a while. Uh, and I've lived both the expat life, digital nomad, and also like location independent expat. Yeah, I guess I live an offbeat life because that's what lights me up. And I like every single day to be a new and exciting adventure. So I really enjoy living abroad and I don't have any plans of stopping anytime soon. <laughs> Well, you're definitely somebody who has an adventurous nature and you do that daily. You've been living in all of these different places and areas. And, you know, for people who are listening to this, there are some of them that do have some fears because it is a shock in the system to finally do something that's out of your comfort zone, something that you normally don't do right because most people just stay where they are they find a job and they go on with their with their life but you sought something different how did you actually do this were you always this type of person to do all of these wild and you know what they say crazy things even though it's not that crazy um it's just unconventional and different from day to day, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I would say I've always been a bit of like an adventurous person, whether it's like travel or like even trying new and interesting foods and things like that. Like I always wanted to try everything. So that's naturally my personality. And I, I ended up working with a lot of people who like need that push because I was always just like, I was always right. Like I was like, yes, let's do this. Um, But I did have the opportunity to travel a bit growing up which I think was really helpful and feeling comfortable to move. And I also originally took that step. Um, I studied abroad in China at first, and I went on a study abroad program where I felt supported. I was like, okay, I have this program that's looking after me. You know, I was really scared to move. Despite being a quote unquote adventurous person, I was like, what happens if I don't like it? You know, like I, (laughs) oh, I, I signed on for a semester and a summer. What happens if I get there and I hate it? 
and I've signed myself up for seven months in a country that I don't want. I've never been to China before. I've never even really been to Asia before. So I was like, this is a big step for somebody who's never <laughs> been to this area of the world. And what if I don't like it? And that's something that I've definitely noticed, like when coaching people about moving abroad and things like that, is that we think that it's those practical fears that are keeping us stuck. But in reality, like those practical concerns, the like, how do I find a job? How do I make money? How do I do this? How do I do that? But in reality, it's actually these kind of deeper fears, sort of like what happens if I move abroad and I hate it that you can't solve with a quick Google search. <laughs> That's really what keeps people stuck. And I realized like at first I created this um, online course to help people move to China and I just address all the practical stuff. And didn't address any of the real actual fears because I was like, oh, the practical information will get rid of all their fears because they'll know what to expect. But then I realized like through coaching, okay, this practical stuff and this step-by-step information and like how to actually, you know, do everything like in structured order, that's just one part of it. And the actual deep like root fears (laughs) are a whole other thing that need to be dealt with. And that's when I realized like, oh, I need to spend more time on this. And that's that's something that I've really focused on in the last few years because that's why people don't end up going. It's not because you need an answer to a quick question or you can't find the right job or this or that. No, it's these deeper fears that's what keep that, that are what keep people stuck. Yeah, and since you have been coaching people throughout this process of moving abroad and taking that step, what have you found to be the most common fears and roadblocks that people typically have that's been stopping them from living this this other life that they really want for themselves? Mm, that's a good question. It really depends on the person. I feel like there are a few different like core or root fears that um, that a lot of these smaller fears stem from. And it's more a matter of finding which, like for each person that I work with, it's a matter of finding which one it is. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> like, it's one of these few, which one is it? Um, but a few that sort of pop up are, and, and these are things that are not going to be top of your mind, right? You're not going to be thinking this out loud. Like this is not going to be in your conscious brain. This is sort of like subconscious, So in reality, all these little fears pop up and in trying to deal with the little fears, it's like picking leaves off of a weed. And you're like, no, we got to like get out from the root. Otherwise, this is always going to be a problem. So I would say some really big ones are the what happens if I move abroad and I hate it. Actually, there are a few different places that this could stem from. So for some people, it's like, what happens if I move abroad and I hate it? And then I have to come back home a failure and everybody judges me, right? We like continue that sentence. What happens if I move abroad and I hate it and I'm stuck and I'm trapped and I'm miserable? Or what happens if I move abroad and I hate it and then I have to come all the way back home and I can't find a job or a place to live and then I'm homeless, <laughs> right? You're like, oh, I give up my good job and then I move all the way abroad and I come back home and I hate it and then I can't find another job and then I have no money. And I'm like, okay, that's a safety and security issue. Right. Whereas as another one might be, yeah, like a fear of judgment and, if, and wanting to seem like successful to other people and not wanting to let people down. Or, you know, uh, that that second one that I mentioned might have been, you know, that you fear being like trapped in in like pain and discomfort and being stuck in a situation that you don't like. 
Um, and like right now, I was reading a book actually the other day and they said, it's called The Mountain Is You. And it said, humans aren't wired to be happy. They're wired to be comfortable. And that really stood out to me because I'm like, oh, that is so true. Like the situation that you're in right now, if you're listening to this and you really want to move abroad, the situation that you're in right now, you might not really be happy, but in order to move abroad, you have to make yourself a little uncomfortable, right? It's, it's a little bit scary. There's a lot of research that needs to get done. You might be busy. You don't want to do it. You know, you don't want to put in the effort to make it happen. And the idea of it going there and it not working out, uh, it's uncomfortable. And so it's sort of like this self-preservation instinct in us. is like, oh, but that's not safe. That's uncomfortable. Let's just stay where we are. And so, you know, that's, that's something that we need to kind of get out of is this this like this idea of like, oh, well, right now everything is safe and secure and comfortable. When in reality, moving abroad isn't inherently more risky than just staying in your current position. Yeah, I, I think that's a lot of where it stems from is because you do have to be really uncomfortable first before you get to a place where you are at your happiest. And I think comfort is really overrated in a lot of ways. That's where you just stay there. It's It becomes stagnant and you don't grow. And if you want to keep growing as an individual, you have to do a lot of things that are not comfortable for you, that is going to take you out of your comfort zone, that's going to push you to do things that you normally wouldn't have done. And that's really the, the thing about life and the beautiful thing about it. Whether you want to move abroad or just do something else with your life, you can't really get out of not being uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, and you learn so much when you do that about yourself. And I think you start believing more in yourself once you start doing that, because a lot of times when you are really comfortable, maybe you're leaning on somebody else too much, right? And you don't really know what you're capable of as a person, as a human being, until you start doing certain things for for yourself. So I, I love that. And I love that, you know, you, you read that quote and that is really inspiring to, to know that it is. I think it's more like survival mode, right? We don't want to do something that's going to rock the boat too much because we want to just keep surviving. But there's just so much more opportunities now. You have to take advantage of them if you can. So I think it's like the two <laughs> warring instincts, right? If you think about humans, Right. This idea that the self-preservation survival instinct that's like, I need food, water, shelter. I got to be safe. I got to have my community. I have to, you know, I have to stay where things are. But then there's also like if you look at humans and how they've spread across the globe and, the, you know, exploration and, you know, our, our like ancestors might have moved from other countries. There's this like desire to explore, to have experiences, to travel, to see the world. And if you're the type of person that wants to sort of live an offbeat life, or you're the type of person that, that wants to travel and see the world, you probably have a pretty strong, like discovery, like exploration instinct in you. And so those two instincts can really grate against one another in a way that makes you feel really uncomfortable. Because as one of you runs towards this new adventure, that other instinct is pulling you back and trying to fill your brain with all of these what if worst case scenario fears. And a lot of them, the ones that pop up, they can either be solved with a quick Google search or, you know, I'm like, they're really just a limiting belief where I, I kind of challenge that perception where I'm like, 
is this really as big of a problem as you think it is, A? And B, what is the likelihood of this actually happening? Because a lot of times these fears pop up where I'm like, you really think you're going to end up homeless? Like, what? Like, let's work through this for a second. Like, okay. I, I actually, I was working with someone a while back who said, and this person had kids. So they were very worried about what happens if I quit my stable job, move abroad, and then we come back home and I can't find another stable job and I can't provide for my family which is a really, it's very understandable, right? Like you need to provide for not only yourself, but also for your three kids. Um, but I, I challenged him and I was like, okay, you got this really good job now. So why can't you get another one? Right. And then I said, okay, go on LinkedIn. This is your homework. Go on LinkedIn, research jobs in your field and tell me how many you find. And then explain to me why those jobs aren't going to exist when you come back, <laughs> and he, uh, he let me know. He was like, he realized through that experiment that he was actually being underpaid in his current position. And I'm like, there you go. You guys, you're not happy where you are, but you're trying to hold yourself back through this fear. That's actually completely unfounded because if you found this last job on your own without the experience that you have now, what is keeping you from finding another similar job now that you have like three years of experience on your resume from your current job and you've lived abroad and traveled, which makes you more interesting to a lot of employers. So I'm like, why wouldn't you be able to find a similar job, but better? Like I had somebody say to me, what if I freelance and I get a freelancing client and then what, what if I don't get another one? And I'm like, well, you got one. Why wouldn't you get another one? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> You'll have reviews on Upwork now. Like, if you manage to get one, why can't you get another one? So it's just, just this, this uh, I guess, like a limiting belief that holds people back as an excuse to keep yourself comfortable. Yeah, I, I think it's most of that is, you know, you, like you mentioned, Rochelle, it's just mental work that you have to do because we make excuses for ourselves why we can't do certain things. And that's the easier path, right? Just make the excuse. Okay, now that I have this excuse, I won't do it because why Why should I? Um, I have all of these negatives um, because it's a lot easier to stay in your comfort zone than again to to um, to leave it, as as they say. But it's, it's so interesting how we talk ourselves out of all of these things, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and that's something that I've noticed over the years is like, we make these excuses, then we start to identify with the excuses and that becomes a part of our story that we start telling ourselves, that we start telling other people why we can't have what we want, whether it's moving abroad or it's whatever you want in life. Um, but in reality, what we need to do is separate ourselves from the excuses. So what I kind of liken them to is, um, I can't remember what book this was, but they talked about these excuses as prison guards that are trying to keep you trapped where you are because where you are is safe. Like they want to keep you locked up in your own prison <laughs> to keep it nice and safe. Um, they don't want you to go out and try new things or, or do anything quote unquote risky. And so what we really need to do is just uh, actually thank them. So rather than being super hard on yourself and say, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm making all these excuses. I'm the worst. Is when you hear that voice in your head that's like, oh, but what if... What if you move abroad and you hate it? What if you move abroad and you run out of money? What if you can't get a job when you come home? You hear that voice. And then rather than thinking of it as you or your own conscience or, you know, whatever, whatever it is in your mind, you think of it as something that's separate to you. And you just go, you know what? Thank you for trying to keep me safe. I appreciate the advice. 
but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something else. And you just, rather than being hard on yourself, you just separate it as like, okay, this voice is not me. This voice is my like self-preservation instinct. It's a prison guard trying to keep me safe. And you just go, okay, I really, I understand where you're coming from. You're worried about me running out of money abroad because you want me to be safe and you're scared that, that something bad's going to happen to me, but I'm going to be fine because I have this in place. I have this in place and I have this in place. So I am prepared. Worst case scenario, if that happens, I have a plan for that. So thank you for bringing that to my attention, but I've already addressed it. So now I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> and that's something that I've been working on in my own life that I also tell everybody that I coach to to start doing for themselves, like create a plan. Okay. Worst case scenario, this is what I'm going to do. And then you can kind of release that and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like parenting yourself. Yeah. You know? right? <laughs> We're all little There's children a, inside our own brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And there was a, I forgot who said this about, you know, there's an advice that says, don't listen to everything that you you hear or you read. And that goes the same to to you as well. Don't listen to, to yourself all the time. You know, don't listen to what all that negativity that you're saying to yourself, because sometimes we do have that. So as much as you're, you're not supposed to listen to everything that you hear outside, you shouldn't also listen to everything that you hear that your head is telling you, you know, like I can't do this because, or I'm going to fail because. So you have to be aware of those things. Like, like you had mentioned, Rochelle, it's just like um, a bodyguard in, in your head. But if you have things in place, it's it's okay to to move forward with it. I think it's just, again, it's keeping you back in your comfort zone, you know? <laughs> yeah, and if it's stemming from like an emotion or panic or something like that, like, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to tell what's anxiety and what's, like your genuine intuition, if that makes sense. But if it's just stemming from, if it's stemming from a place of panic or, or like an emotion or something like that, where it almost feels like there's somebody inside your brain, like screaming at you, but what about this? Like that is just your limiting belief. That's like a prison guard being like, okay, please don't do anything outside of the ordinary. Like your real intuition will feel much like a calmer sense of knowing so if it, if it feels like there's some like small child like screaming and throwing a tantrum inside <laughs> your brain, chances are that is just that's just fear and and trying it's fear trying to keep you safe. So it's not it's not something to be hard on yourself about. I think you know that's that's the main thing is figuring out where this fear is coming from so we can work on it. Um, like you know if if your real fear is coming from like I don't want to be a failure and have people judge me. You know, not only do we need to be like, okay, so worst case scenario, if I don't like it, these are the steps. Thank you, prison guards. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. (laughs) But then if your real fear is stemming from, I don't want other people to think I'm a failure, that's something that we can work on. And it's not something that you can work on overnight, but that's something where you're like, maybe I care a little bit too much about what other people think about me and my success. Or if your real fear is like lack of safety and security, that's something that you need to think about and, and work on is like finding a sense of security within your own self rather than like constantly needing to have everything planned out. Or if your real issue is like, ooh, does moving abroad make me like a selfish person? 
Like I, I've had some people yeah. say, I wrote an email called like, am I selfish? And I had so many people, especially women coming to me being like, oh, I feel like a horrible, selfish person for wanting to move abroad because I'm abandoning my family. And what happens if, you know, like, you know, my, my parents and my family. And if somebody gets sick while I'm abroad, I'm like, if somebody gets sick while you're abroad, you can come home. Like you're not stuck there. There's it's not the end of the world. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if World War Three starts, maybe. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so that's that's something is like that that fear of like, yeah, am I selfish or is this irresponsible? Am I being like a bad, irresponsible person? Or maybe um, another one is, am I not cut out for this? Like, is this something that only those cool, adventurous people do? And maybe <laughs> I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy of, of this and I'm not adventurous enough. And so it's like, where is this? I, it sometimes it takes a while talking with people to figure out where it's coming from. But once you figure out where it's coming from, then you can, then I at least like to kind of challenge that person to confront that, to confront that kind of limiting belief that they have. Like, why wouldn't you be cut out for this? What makes me more special than you? Nothing. Right. Like, like I'm not just some like magical adventurous person that just like poof was abroad with like zero struggles. We, like my, uh, I already told you, my first year was a disaster. So, you know, it's, there's nothing special about me compared to other people. I just did it, you know? So it's once you know where it's coming from, you can challenge yourself on that deeply held belief. That's literally just a story that you've been telling yourself your whole life that may not be true. Yeah. And it, it's true. It, it is usually coming from us and it's not really from other people because most of the time nobody really cares, you know, like they're, they may have an opinion in the beginning and then they just move on because everybody is just thinking about what they're doing with their life and not necessarily like sitting there for hours thinking about you and your life decisions. Exactly. I think exactly. Like, oh my gosh, if I move home, I'm a failure. Like if the people who are judging you are probably just jealous that you, that you tried it. Yeah, did something. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever to them, you need to do you as they say. But yeah, thank you so much, Rochelle, for sharing with us all of these different tips and, you know, all of the limiting beliefs and these roadblocks that we can experience when we do want to change our life and to do something different. If our listeners want to learn more about you, your coaching program, all of the good stuff, where can they find you? Perfect. Yeah. So you can find me on my website and all the social medias as Adventures Around Asia. That's the blog that I started way back in 2012 um, when I first studied abroad in China. Um, But if you want to work with me a little bit on these sort of limiting beliefs and mindset issues that pop up and you want to actually move abroad in the next year, if you're like, yes, I'm ready to make this happen, both practically and mindset wise, I do run a boot camp every few months called the Move Abroad Escape Plan Boot Camp, where we create your plan to move abroad this year. So we talk about you know the mindset issues that pop up every day, and then we also talk about you know creating the right lifestyle for you, finding a job, picking the country that you're going to move to, so you can create a plan to actually move abroad this year. Um, so we'll give you a link to join that if you'd like to. You can put yourself on the wait list and join the next time we have our boot camp. Perfect. Thanks so much, Rochelle. And obviously we're going to have that on to our show notes on the website so you can sign up for Rochelle's program. Thanks so much for being here with us. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. 
I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Rochelle. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's been able to help others create their dream lives abroad. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.